How do you find your motivation to change your habits? Hi, my name is Samra Abuselbi. I'm the host of the show, Super Awesome You, on the Super Awesome Mix podcast network. You can learn more about us at superawesomemix.com or, of course, follow us on Instagram at superawesomemix. For those of you who have left a five-star review this season, thank you so much. It means a lot. If you haven't yet already, please take a moment to consider doing so. It means a lot to me, and it means a lot to others who land on the page and are evaluating whether or not they want to hit play on it. It's always encouraging to see that other people have enjoyed it, so pass on the good. This week is actually the final week before I go on a mid-season break for the summer. Decided a long time ago that when I have a successful company, not if, and I get to kind of be the boss, I really do want to encourage like a summer break. I think in general we tend to work too much and I think it's important to every now and then reset a little bit, take some time away from your work, um, go out into the world or, you know, take some time just for yourself, whatever the case may be. I think it's really important to give yourself a little bit of breathing room, gather yourself, regain your strength. Oftentimes recovery is just as important as the work itself. In fact, in recovery between workouts is typically whenever your muscles rebuild and get stronger. So that is the mood I'm going for for my show and one that I encourage for all of you as you put in the hard work to change your lives and hopefully improve them. On today's topic, this is part three of our talk on habits. So in the first two parts, the last couple of weeks, we've really talked about the science of habits, how essentially a habit can be broken down into three steps, which is that there is a cue or some kind of a trigger. There's the action that you take based off of that cue or trigger. And then there is a reward for doing it. The example that I kept coming back to is how dogs were kind of tricked, really, to salivating every single time they heard a bell because the thing that fire together wire together. So Pavlov would ring a bell, produce, you know, show some food. The dogs would salivate, which is a normal reaction to seeing food. That's like a biological trigger. And then the reward, of course, is getting the food itself. And then whenever he just rang the bell and there was no food, their bodies were trained. It was kind of a habit to think, oh, cool, the cue is the bell. That means that food is coming. Let me now kind of, you know, get my intestines ready, my mouth ready, everything is ready for me to eat. And so that's why their mouth would start to salivate. The same thing happens with other habits like toothbrushing is the other example I brought up. We wake up in the morning. Many of us are kind of automatically trained to, at some point in the morning routine, grab your toothbrush, put on some toothpaste on it and brush your teeth for hopefully at least a minute, maybe two, ideally. Sometimes, you know, I used to do like 15 seconds, which is kind of horrifying. I don't think that's doing much. At least a minute, I would recommend. But, you know, talk to your dentist. I'm no doctor. Um, yeah, and how that habit was actually kind of created through the use of a reward system. So before toothpaste were kind of bland and mushy and not all that great, and then they turned them into minty toothpaste. And that was a reward to build a habit off of because our brain started to associate the habit of toothbrushing with a nice minty fresh mouth to start your day. And similarly, whenever you finish your day, you wanted to kind of go to bed with like a, a clean smelling and clean tasting mouth as well. We are truly a collection of habits start to finish. There are a lot of things that we do kind of automatically. But the beautiful part about routines is that you don't need to think about them. And then that means that ideally you can free your brain up to think about other things. I find that whenever I'm on runs, for example, there are stretches of time, especially if I'm not listening to music on my run, 
where I get to muse on other topics and I will come up with ideas of what to talk about on this podcast during a run. I'll get to solve problems that I have in my mind, in the back of my mind. All of a sudden, I'll have that aha moment. And that really is amazing because when you think about what you're doing, like you are actively running, like you are managing the crowds around you. You are listening to all the sounds that are out there on the road to make sure that there's not a car nearby or there's not someone going to whiz by you on a bicycle. You are moving your feet in a rhythmic way to make sure that you are, you know, actually running. And that really is no easy feat because if you think it's easy to run, just go and watch a child learn how to walk. Like, it's really hard. Your brain is definitely doing a lot of work for you to walk. But yet, you're able to kind of tune out that really complex movement and then focus on your thoughts. And so that's really the benefit to habits. I bring all this up because today's topic was specifically about finding the motivation to change your habits or create new ones. That can be really difficult, right? Like they, everyone always says at least three weeks to form a new habit. There's not a lot of science behind that three week date. I really think that what people are trying to tell you is like stick with it long enough to let it actually, you know, marinate and potentially form into a habit. There are some habits you'll find that you can create in as short as a week. They just work with you, like something just clicks and all of a sudden, you know, the reward is strong enough that your body's like, let's do that again, let's do that again. If you ever want to see an example of that, introduce someone to like TikTok or Instagram Reels. I'm willing to bet that they'll form a habit of checking that a lot faster than if you tried to get them to exercise, you know, five times a week. Because the reward is very high whenever you're introduced to something like TikTok. It is designed to be addictive, let's be honest, right? So habits can range in terms of the time it takes to start them. But really the point is that, especially for difficult habits and habits such as working out five times a week or maybe changing your diet or going vegan or starting a company or launching a business or journaling every single day for 30 minutes or meditating five minutes a day, whatever the case may be, give it that space to kind of grow and to settle and for your body to figure it out. It's also important for you to build in that reward system. As we talked about, you can kind of like hack the reward system. So you might reward yourself with a handful of candy after you meditate for five or 10 minutes. You know, get into that space of like, I'm going to do something and my reward for doing is that I get to eat something I like, or I get to have some fruit afterwards, maybe make it healthier than candy. Or I get to play a video game for like two or three minutes on my phone. Something to where your brain has something to look forward to, but you put the work ahead of the reward and so now you start to build into that habit system. Eventually you'll find that you might not need the reward because the activity itself becomes the reward and you can kind of phase out the candy or the sugar or whatever the case may be at the end of it. So that can help keep you motivated. The other thing and the key thing I really want to stress though is that I find a lot of motivation in the realization that I have a lot of habits and I do many of them without thinking about it. And at some point, they were not habits, right? At some point, they were not automatic. At some point, everything that you learned to do and that you do today was learned over time. And I think that that is an incredible realization to keep in the back of your mind as you start a new journey. You've done this before. You've done it so many times before. You know how to do this. You have the ability, you have the strength, you have the willpower, you have everything you need in order to be successful. We talked earlier in the season about that self-critic that kind of just like knocks you down and makes you feel small and weak. You have to tell that person to very calmly and quietly like shut up, right? <laughs> 
to just stay quiet and to say, it's okay. Thank you for your advice, but no thank you, right? Like, I've got this. And you can list out all the number of things that you've accomplished in your life that at some point seemed impossible to you. For me, it is the realization that I've been meditating for nearly three years now. At some point, I couldn't even imagine meditating a single minute of a day for a week. That was such a struggle to try to just even find one minute per day. And now I've been doing it for nearly three years at 10 minutes a day, sometimes 15 or 20. So as you pursue your habits and as you think about what you want to be and where you want to be in a year's time and five years time and 10 years time, take a moment and look back at where you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Think about something that you do today so automatically and so well and really stretch your mind and think about how it was when you started that habit, when you started that change. Didn't you think it was actually really difficult too? Didn't you have doubts back then as well that you wouldn't be able to do it? And use that as fodder for strengthening your resolve that whatever you've got coming up, whatever new habit that you want to introduce, whatever healthy change you want in your life is achievable. And that applies both to breaking down a bad habit that you want to stop or starting a new habit that is going to help you. With this kind of final episode before I go on break, there's a song I've been honestly just cranking and feeling so amped up about. And it's a song that has made my pre-workout playlist now. And it is called Work by, and I don't know how to fully pronounce this, but Apache, Apache. I'll have the link, of course, in the show notes and the playlist um, that you have been following all along on Spotify. But it he's like an amazing EDM artist. He mixes a lot of classical elements. Like there's certain songs like where he literally uses Mozart, but mixes it in with a lot of EDM and, and bass and a lot of like modern technologies. And the mashup works shockingly well to get you amped up. I have been so obsessed with it. I love the song Work because you know, you got to work, you got to put in the work. Change is not something that comes for free. And I think it that's what makes it more rewarding is that it's not for free and that you can look back at some point in your life and say, wow, look what I did. And guess what? I've got so much more ahead of me and I'm going to amaze myself and just show, show myself what I'm capable of. So I genuinely hope you have a super awesome summer. Please take care of yourself. Remember to rest. Remember to be with friends and family as much as you can. Take a moment to really revel in all the work that you've done so far. It's, it's a lot. You are an amazing human being. You've got amazing things ahead of you. I will talk to you on the other side of July.